0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Lessons with Mike, the groundbreaking, earth-shattering podcast program that is sweeping the world. I'm here with Drew and Jason. Introduce yourselves.
1: Wubba lubba dub dub. I'm Drew. Good name, uh, Jason Hill.
0: And my wife is making me food. She's such a good wife. But anyway, so this is the story written by the AI. This story is about the three of us, and it's an epic battle adventure quest type story. Well, I'm excited for this. Fantasy if you will.
1: For those who don't know, you can make an AI create a story for you and that's what we've been doing the mm-hmm. last few, well,
0: a few little bits. Yeah. The few kibbles. Every, every yeah.
1: episode, every now and then, we'll do, a, yeah. we'll do an AI-generated story.
0: Okay, so, Drew, Jason, and Mike are college students who are on the road trip across the country. They've been planning this trip for months and they're excited to see new places and have new experiences. Along the way, Drew comes up with a plan to visit a haunted house. Despite Jason's reservations, they all agree to go. When they arrive, they realize it was a trap set up by a mad scientist who's been conducting experiments for people on years.
1: This sounds like my story. (laughs) You copied me.
0: Drew's quick thinking and emotional control keep the group together as they find their way out. Jason's desperation to impress a girl leads him to make some dangerous decisions, (laughs) but Mike's sarcasm and charm keep the group from falling apart. Hold on. this is so vague there's so much that went on wait for it it's intentionally vague okay promise okay but mike's sarcasm and charm keep the group from falling apart they escape the haunted house and make it back home but the experience has changed them forever guys that was insane
2: i can't believe we made it out there alive yeah i never thought i'd be so happy to see the light of day i still can't believe i agreed to go in there
0: What can I say? Drew had a plan and I was just along for the ride. We need to come up with a plan
1: (laughs) for what to do about the mad scientist. We can't just let him keep experimenting on people
2: like that. I don't know about you guys, but I just want to put this behind me and forget it ever happened. I don't want to
0: deal with any more danger or excitement. I agree with Drew. We can't just ignore what happened. We need to do something, even if it means going to the police. Exactly. We're not going to let
1: some mad scientist get away with what he did to us. We have to be the voice of reason. And do what's right,
0: even if it's difficult. As the three friends were discussing what to do while driving down the road, and the recent events that had transpired at the haunted house, they were feeling a mix of emotions, ranging from relief to fear. But they knew they needed to recharge before tackling their next move. As they approached the city, Mike brought brought up the topic of food. Guys, I'm starving. We need to find a place to eat. Drew, who was driving, asked, What? "Why, Why am I driving?
2: What are you guys in the mood for? Jason, who was lost in thought, barely heard the question. He snapped
0: out of it and said, I don't care as long as it's not haunted. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds kind of like you, honestly. Mike chuckled and said, How about the Italian place? We passed it a few blocks back, the one with the red awning and the neon sign that said Mamas. (laughs) It smelled amazing. Drew (laughs) nodded and made a U-turn. Sounds good to me. Mamas it is. As they pulled up to the restaurant, they stepped out of the car ready to refuel their bodies and their minds. They were greeted by a warm aroma of garlic and basil and the sound of sizzling meats. They knew they had made the right choice. The group of three friends walked into Mama's and were immediately seated at a cozy booth in the corner. The walls were painted a warm red and adorned with black and white photos of Italy. Candles flickered on the table, casting a soft glow on the menu. Hold up.
1: (laughs) The first part was so extremely vague. Yeah, they found a random mad scientist that got experimented on. They walked away ran away, jogged a little bit, and now it's like the walls <laughs> of this Italian restaurant were so
0: red with paintings.
1: It's like, how? Why did it choose it's this part purpose. to be
0: so-, this, so... Have you ever seen that Rick and Morty episode where it opens with them saying, man, what a crazy adventure. That was pretty, okay, yeah, so it's that's like that. the whole that. point. Yeah, okay. that's the point. The group of three, for, as they took their seats, Drew took charge and started pursuing the menu. This place says everything. Lasagna, spaghetti, chicken parm.
1: The options are endless.
0: Jason, still feeling a bit down, couldn't muster the energy to care.
2: <laughs> Ain't that
0: about a two? I'll have whatever, he mumbled. <laughs> Mike, on the other hand, was much more enthusiastic. I'm getting the pizza. It's the best thing on the menu. Trust me. Drew nodded. Sounds good to me. I'll have the lasagna. <laughs> The waiter appeared, pen and paper at the ready. What can I get for you folks tonight? Drew and Mike rattled off their orders, and the waiter turned to Jason. And for you, sir? Just a spaghetti, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) The waiter jotted down their orders and headed off to the kitchen. The trio settled back into their seats, feeling a sense of comfort in the warmth, inviting atmosphere of mamas. They knew they had made the right choice, and they were eager to catch up on each other's lives. As they waited for their food, the three struck up a lively conversation about life. Drew regaled them with tales of his recent business ventures, and Mike shared some of the latest
2: jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Business adventures and jokes.
0: Catch some of the latest jokes. Christopher Reeves. Thank you. Jason, who had been feeling a bit down, was more reserved. Drew noticed this and asked him what was wrong. Jason hesitated at first, but finally admitted that he was feeling lonely and really wanted a girlfriend. (laughs)
1: No! I don't! I don't! I really want a girlfriend,
0: guys. Mike, who was always eager to make people laugh, jumped in saying, Just do what I do, man. Write love letters to random women and see what happens. <laughs> Not Dr-
3: accurate.
1: Drew,
0: being the voice of reason, shot Mike a stern look. Jason, Ugh. you don't need to resort to that kind of behavior.
1: Just be yourself and the right person will come along. Aww.
0: Jason nodded, feeling a bit better. Thanks, Drew. I just don't know how to meet someone. (laughs) Mike, never one to be left out of the conversation, chimed in. Hey, what about that girl at the bar last night? She was pretty hot. Drew nodded in agreement. Yeah, she was definitely interested in you. Jason's eyes lit up. Really? You think so? (laughs) The group erupted in laughter as they continued their conversation, passing the time until their food arrived. Despite the ups and downs of life, they were grateful to have each other. Just as the group was laughing and reminiscing about the girl from the bar, they noticed that very same girl walking into the restaurant. (laughs) Stop! She had a bright smile on her face and seemed to be looking for someone. I'm embarrassed. Jason's eyes widened (laughs) as he saw her, and he quickly sat up in his seat. Drew and Mike noticed the change in his demeanor and followed his gaze. Drew nudged Mike and whispered, Here we go. (laughs)
2: It's like it was planned! It was staged!
0: As the girl approached their table Jason tried to play it cool But his nerves got the better of him He fumbled with his fork and knocked over his water Creating a loud clatter That's viable (laughs) Mike, always quick with a joke Said, well that's one way to get her attention (laughs) Drew shot him a stern look And turned to the girl Hi, can we help you? The girl smiled Yes, I'm looking for Jason He wrote me a love letter What? How would I do that? Jason's face turned red as he realized that Mike's joke wasn't far from the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Despite his embarrassment, he stood up and offered her a seat. As she sat down, the group was a mix of shock, amusement, and intrigue. They couldn't wait to see what would happen next. Despite the awkward start, the girl and Jason hit it off and spent the rest of the evening talking and laughing.
3: Yeah!
0: (laughs) Let's go! The other two friends were happy to see their friends so happy, and they all had a smile on their face. But as the girl sat down and introduced herself, she smiled warmly at the group. Hi, I'm Sarah. It's nice to meet you all. Jason, still flustered from the love letter incident, stammered.
2: I stammered. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha Hi, I'm I'm
0: Jason. It's nice to meet you too. It's a nice. It's a nice. (laughs) Drew extended his hand and introduced himself and Mike. I'm Drew, and this is Mike. It's great to have you join us for dinner. Sarah chuckled. Thanks. I didn't expect to find such great company when I came here looking for Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, always eager to make a good impression, chimed in. Well, we're happy to have you. What brings you to the area? This is where it gets good. Oh, it wasn't good before? Sarah explained that she was visiting from out of town and had stopped in the restaurant to grab a bite to eat. I was just walking by when I saw Jason left me a love letter on the ground. I couldn't resist coming in to meet the mystery man who wrote it. <laughs> just sit on the, ground. the group laughed and the conversation flowed easily. Despite the unexpected turn of events, they were all happy to have met Sarah and were excited to see what the future held for her and Jason.
2: We can just sit on the ground. <gasps> She'll
0: It'll find it. you will find her. <laughs> just to wait, guys, it's explained. As the food arrived, the conversation turned to Jason's love letter. Drew raised an eyebrow and asked, Whoa. So, I'm gonna say raisin. So, raisin. I'm curious, what did the love letter say? No! Blustered and clearly embarrassed by the attention, he proudly had his held his held up. He proudly held his head up.
2: He proudly held his head up. up. My head is held. I told Sarah how much I admired her from a fall and how I wanted to take her out on a date. I hoped that if she found it,
0: she'd give me a chance. So you just throw it on the ground. (laughs) If she finds it, maybe. (laughs) Mike smirked, and you just left it on the floor, hoping she'd find it? That's a bold move. Jason beamed with pride. As Sarah said, it was a bold move, but it worked. It was the most romantic thing anyone has ever done for me. I'm gonna try that.
2: I'm gonna
0: try that. As the group was finishing up their meal, Sarah leaned in and whispered, I have a secret. Oh, no. No, No. No. I'm a guy. (laughs) The group leaned in intrigued, and Sarah revealed, I have supernatural powers. <laughs> Excuse me? She likes rocks. She's I, one of those rock girls. She likes rocks. I used my powers to track down Jason after I found the letter on the floor. The group's expressions went from surprise to nervousness in an instant. Drew spoke up. What kind of supernatural powers do you have, Sarah? Sarah smiled mysteriously. Let's just say I have the ability to find anyone, no matter where they are. So creepy. (laughs) Okay. Jason's eyes widened and Mike swallowed hard, clearly looking uncomfortable. Drew, the voice of reason, tried to calm everyone down.
1: Okay, let's not jump to any conclusions here. Sarah, we're honored that you trusted us with your
0: secret. But we need to be careful.
1: We don't want to draw any unwanted attention to ourselves
0: would you look off into the distance <laughs> well, you? I... Sarah nodded in agreement but the group couldn't shake the feeling that they had gotten themselves into something much bigger than they had originally bargained for
2: I think we got ourselves into something much bigger than we bargained for
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sarah looked around the table at the group her eyes filled with fear Guys I didn't just come here to share my secret she said her voice shaking I need your help The group leaned in listening intently I'm being hunted by a powerful force that wants to take my power and use me for their own purposes. I've been on the run for weeks, and I can't keep running forever. I need your help to stop him. Jason's eyes grew wide with concern.
2: What can we do to help?
0: Drew help. (laughs) Drew Drew stepped in, his voice calm and reassuring. We'll do whatever it takes to help you, Sarah.
1: We're here for you.
0: Mike nodded in agreement, his sarcasm gone. Yes, we're a team now. No one messes with one of us without messing with all of us. <laughs> hey, That's a way to phrase it. Sarah let out a sigh of relief. Thank you, her voice shaking with emotion. I knew I could count on you guys. The group was in mid-conversation when suddenly everything around them vanished. They looked around in disbelief as the walls of the restaurant, the tables, the chairs, and even the other customers all disappeared before their eyes. They found themselves standing on an empty plot of land where the restaurant was once standing. They looked around, dazed, trying to make sense of what just happened. What the hell just happened? Drew said, his voice filled with shock. Where did the restaurant go? Mike asked, his eyes wide with disbelief. Sarah looked around, her powers tingling. I think I know. She said, her voice trembling with fear. They're here. The forces that are hunting me, they're getting closer. They use their powers to make the restaurant disappear. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Jason stepped forward, his eyes filled with determination.
2: We won't let them get to you, he said, his voice confident. We'll protect you, Sarah, no matter what it takes.
0: The group stood together, ready to face whatever dangers lay ahead. Suddenly, a man in a suit covered in a dark fire approached the group. The man strode. He's covered in fire. Yes, dark fire. fire. The scariest of fires. (laughs) The man strode towards the group. His sharp suit seeming to shift in and out of focus, as if it was made of shadows rather than fabric. Flames licked at the edges of the man's silhouette, casting an eerie glow on the otherwise desolate piece of land. The man's voice was a deep, menacing rumble that echoed through time and space itself. "Hand over Sarah," he commanded. His eyes locked onto the group. The four friends stepped back instinctively, feeling the heat from the man's flames. Drew stepped forward, his hand raised, in a gesture of peace. Who are you, and what do you want with her? He asked,
1: trying to keep his voice steady.
0: The man's lip curled in a sneer, the flames around him glowing brighter. I am the hunter, and I will have what is mine. Such a supervillain name. (gasps) With a roar of anger, the hunter lunged towards the group, his flames rising up in a blazing inferno. The four friends scattered, dodging the fiery attack. Drew stood his ground and his hand still raised in the gesture of peace. Wait! (laughs) He shouted. We don't know what's going on here. (laughs) We're not going to hand over Sarah just like that. The hunter snarled, his eyes narrowing as he prepared to attack again. Jason cowered in fear, wishing he had never met Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Mike tried to keep his cool, his mind racing as he searched for a way out. Sarah stood at the center of it all, her eyes wide with fear and uncertainty. The hunter lunged forward again, his flames rising higher with each step. Drew had a sudden idea, his eyes lighting up with determination.
1: Can you use your powers to find us some weapons? We need to defend ourselves against the hunter,
0: Sarah nodded. Her eyes flickering from Drew to the hunter and back again. She closed her eyes, focusing on the task at hand. A moment later, she opened them and gestured to the ground. A stash of weapons appeared before them. Swords, axes, and shields of every size and shape. The group's eyes widened as they realized that Sarah was even more powerful than they had imagined. Can you make a gun? (laughs) Don't know how to use a mace. Drew reached for a sword, his grip firm and steady. Let's show this hunter what we're made of. His voice filled with confidence. Jason, Mike, and Sarah all grabbed weapons of their own, ready to defend themselves. The hunter's eyes narrowed as he saw the determination in their eyes, and he let out a roar of anger. The battle was intense, with both sides exchanging blows with ferocity. Drew's idea to locate weapons gave the group the upper hand, but the hunter was a formidable opponent. The group worked together to keep him at bay, but the battle was taking a toll on Jason. Oh! <laughs> He was badly injured, with wounds all over his body. Despite this, he refused to back down. As the battle raged on, the hunter began to show signs of weakness. His dark flames began to flicker, and he stumbled a few times. Sarah used this opportunity to strike, sending bolts of lightning flying towards the hunter. The final blow was a direct hit, and the hunter crumpled to the ground, defeated. The group breathed a sigh of relief, but their celebration was short-lived as the hunter rose back up, muttering a curse under his breath. He disappeared in a flash of dark flames leaving behind a trail of smoke jason was badly hurt and the group had to carry him to safety they knew the hunter would be back and they needed to be ready they found a nearby shelter and set up camp nursing their wounds and planning their next move as sarah tended to jason's wounds they began to have a romantic conversation sarah talked about how she had been searching for someone to trust and protect and how grateful she was to have found that in jason Jason feeling Wait, the same she way. she wanted someone <laughs> to protect? Or to protect her? No, she wanted to protect someone. Okay. Jason feeling you the same way. get hurt so easily. <laughs> it's love it's it. kind of a turn on how yeah. we suck in battle. <laughs> Jason told Sarah he would do anything to keep her safe and happy. They shared a tender moment as they held each other's gaze. Aww. But suddenly, Jason's injuries took a turn for the worse, oh. and he lost consciousness. Oh, God. Sarah panicked and screamed for help. The rest of the group rushed over. As the group stands in shock, Mike steps forward and say, We have to call Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird way to bring her up. Drew and Sarah look at each other, then nod in agreement. Mike pulls out his phone and quickly dials Kayla's number. As they wait for her to pick up, they fill her in on what's happened. Kayla can be heard yelling on the other end of the phone. (laughs)
3: Accurate. What do you mean Jason's hurt? What the hell happened?
0: Mike, Drew, and Sarah explain the events that took place, and Kayla listens intently. She starts to calm down as she processes the information, and then shows up to the group as soon as she can. When she arrives, she approaches the group with an angry look on her face. But when she sees (laughs) Jason's condition, she softens and quickly gets to work healing him. Drew, Mike, and Sarah watch in awe as Kayla's aggressive energy transforms into a nurturing one, and she heals Jason's wounds. After a few moments, Kayla steps back. She turns to the group and says, He'll be okay after some rest. The group thanks her, and Mike puts his arm around her, grateful for her help. Sarah watches from a distance, feeling a mix of awe and jealousy. as She <laughs> realizes the depth of Mike and Kayla's love for each other. The group eagerly agrees to call Mike's wife, Kayla. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> as in on the phone, or in general, do we just call her Kayla? <laughs> no longer why. <laughs> they agreed that they can now call me
3: Kayla. is long. keeps
0: after Kayla heals the group Kayla takes charge of the situation she sees potential in the group and she offers to help them unlock their own secret powers to defeat the hunter once and for all listen up guys sorry you start here
3: listen up guys Kayla says in her commanding voice I've got this we're going to work together to unlock our secret powers and put an end to this hunter once and for all but first we need to get Jason to safety and tend to his wounds Sarah, I'll need your help
0: with that. You're just the luggage in this (laughs) series. I am. I'm just late. (laughs) With Kayla's guidance, the group sets about their mission with renewed determination. Eager to finally put an end to the hunter's reign of terror. As they work together, they can feel their own powers beginning to grow. As Drew and Mike sit back, watching Kayla tend to Jason's wounds, they turn to each other, contemplating the reality they find themselves in. Do you think we'll be able to get our powers too? Mike asks, a hint of excitement in his voice. Drew nods thoroughly. I have a feeling we will. I mean, look
1: at Sarah and Jason. They have some pretty incredible abilities. What is, what is Razor's ability to what? get
2: hurt? That's your ability, you get hurt. That I have no ability? It's
1: pretty incredible. And, it, and if Taylor is going to train us, there's a good chance we'll be able to tap into that too. What the heck is going on? This is so left
0: field. Mike nods, his mind racing with possibilities. I always knew I was special, but I never thought I would be crazy. He says (laughs) with a (laughs) chuckle. Drew agrees.
1: Same here. But I trust Kayla. If she says she can help us unlock our powers, then I believe her. We just need to be patient. And listen to
0: her instructions i want that on this (laughs) chair. i always knew i was special but i never thought i'd be crazy (laughs) the two of them sit back chatting excitedly they both feel a sense of anticipation as drew and mike were sitting together discussing their future powers drew was confident that he would become an even stronger leader with these powers while mike was excited to finally be taken seriously (laughs) drew said can you imagine what it would be
1: like to have complete control over our emotions (laughs) We wouldn't let anyone get the best of us.
0: Mike replied, I'm just hoping I'll finally be able to use my sarcastic wit to its full potential. People will finally take me seriously. (laughs) Drew laughed and added, and with Kayla's help, we'll be able to
1: unlock our full potential and take down that hunter for good.
0: Yeah, and who knows what kind of cool powers we'll have. I can't wait to find out. The next day, Drew, Mike, and now a recovered Jason gather in a large open field with Kayla and Sarah leading the training session. The sun was shining bright, and the sound of birds chirping in the background was the only sound they could hear. "'All right, guys, the first step to unlocking your powers is to find inner peace,' said Sarah as she started the session. Drew looked looked around nervously and asked,
1: "'Inner peace? This is starting to feel like some kind of yoga class!' "'Come on, Drew.
0: Let's give it a shot. Who knows? We might come up with some cool powers!'
3: all right let's get started close your eyes and focus on your breathing visualize a calm and peaceful place let the stress and negativity leave your body
0: drew and mike took a deep breath and followed kayla's instructions they felt their muscles relax and their minds become clear suddenly drew felt a tingling sensation and mike's eyes began to glow with a bright light that's it keep going encouraged sarah the trio continued to focus and soon they were able to control the powers they had unlocked Drew developed the power of manipulating objects with his mind, yeah, Mike developed super strength, and Jason ah! developed the ability to create fire. Oh. Create fire?
3: That's cool. Wow, this is
0: amazing, <laughs> said Drew as he lifted a boulder with his mind.
3: "Wow, well, um, we're not done yet. Now we have to work on perfecting and mastering our powers. We have to be ready to face the hunter when he returns.
0: The training session continued for hours as the group worked on perfecting their powers. They were determined to protect Sarah and defeat the hunter for good. The group decides to use Sarah's power to surprise attack the hunter. Drew, Mike, and Jason are in the middle of a heated battle against the hunter. Sarah is using her power to keep track of the hunter's movements and keep him disoriented. Drew is using his power of emotional control to stay focused.
2: (laughs) Emotional
1: control. So I have the power of emotions and I have the power of moving stuff with my mind. (laughs)
0: Oh, man. Drew's emotional control manifested itself as a powerful shield protecting the group from the hunter's flames. Jason's depression gave him the power (laughs) to manipulate. Gave him the power of what? That that wasn't supposed to be in there. (laughs) Okay. Correct one. Here we go. After using Sarah's power to locate the hunter, they surprise attack the hunter. Drew, Mike, and Jason face him with newfound confidence, each ready to put their newly acquired powers to the test. Ooh, Drew crap. focuses his mental energy, moving objects in the air to disorient the hunter and keep him off balance. Right. Mike flexes his newfound super strength, lifting heavy rocks and fleeing them at the hunter with incredible force. Meanwhile, Jason sets the ground on fire, creating a ring, keeping him cornered. The trio work together... Oh, keeping him cornered? Oh, <laughs> keeping
1: Hunter cornered. Yes. Okay. I thought he cornered himself. Get yeah. away! <laughs>
0: <laughs> The trio work together seamlessly, using their powers creatively and collaboratively to wear down the hunter's defenses. With each blow, he staggers, his dark flames flickering and waning. Sarah uses her supernatural powers to track his movements, predicting his next strike and giving the others an edge. In the end, the hunter is defeated and the group stands victorious. As the smoke clears, the hunter stands up, revealing his true form. Despite being severely injured, he still manages to smile. He then spoke in a deep, menacing voice. You have all surprised me, I must admit. I never expected you humans to be this strong. The group stood their ground, not knowing what to expect. My true name is Azazel, and I have been hunting Sarah for years. She has a special power that I require, and I will stop at nothing to obtain it. Drew, Mike, and Jason were shocked. They had never encountered a being so evil. Azazel chuckled and continued, You humans will never be able to defeat me. As the hunter, now revealed to be Azazel, rises to his feet, he raises his hand and points it to the group. A large ball of dark energy begins to form in his palm, and with a deafening roar, he unleashes it as a massive laser towards the trio. Drew, Mike, and Jason are caught off guard as the blast hits them, separating them and sending each of them flying. They crash into nearby objects and hit the ground hard, dazed and confused. As they begin to, re- to regain their senses, as they realize how much more dangerous the situation has become. Azazel then takes Sarah away, and the rest of the group stands frozen, unable to do anything to stop him. Despite their new powers, they seem powerless against Azazel. Drew tries to use his telekinetic abilities, but no avail. Mike tries to run after him, but his super speed is useless against Azazel's speed. speed. Or his super strength is useless against Azazel's speed. Jason attempts to use his fire to burn Azazel, but it is absorbed by the dark flames surrounding him. The group watches helplessly as Sarah is taken away to Azazel's base. As Azazel took Sarah away, the trio were left feeling powerless. Suddenly, three figures appeared before them, but something was off. These versions of Drew, Mike, and Jason were darker, with cold and calculating expressions. Azazel had used Sarah's powers to make evil clones of the group. (laughs) Drew's clone moved objects with his mind, but chaotically. Chaotically. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's clone had super strength and used it to unleash brutal blows on the trio. Chaotically. (laughs) Jason's clone created fire with ease, setting everything ablaze. The real Drew, Mike, and Jason were forced to fight off these evil versions of themselves. Drew's at, but they were unable to do so. Drew stood up in front of the defeated Mike and Jason, his eyes blazing with determination as he forced himself up. Guys, we can't give up now. We've come too far and fought, fought too hard to let Azazel win. We have something he doesn't have. Each other. <laughs> we God have fam. to. We have a Power bond that can never break, no matter what. Jason looked up at Drew, his own eyes brightening with hope. You're right, Drew. We can do this. We will do this. Mike nodded in agreement. I'm ready. Let's take those clones down. Mike stood before the evil versions of Drew and Jason, his determination etched on his face. Listen, guys. I've got this. You two go save Sarah. I'll take care of these imposters. Drew and Jason tried to protest, but Mike wouldn't hear of it. No, I mean it. I'll be fine. You two go. Now. With a look of resolve, Mike turned to face the evil clones. The clones sneered at him, ready for a fight. Okay, before I kick your guys' ass, I have an important question, Mike said, his voice rising. Clones, what's the opposite of Christopher Walken? Oh no, God, Mike, (laughs) why? The evil twins looked at each other, confusion on their faces. What? They asked in unison. Mike (laughs) chuckled. That's what I thought. He said a smirk on his list that's what i thought you didn't deliver the (laughs) punch and with that he charged towards the clones ready to fight with everything he had as mike charges towards them with all his might he bellows out it's christopher reeve (laughs) the force of his super strength combined with the powers of his determination creates an incredible impact as they all collide in a massive explosion The ground shakes and the air crackles with energy as the clones, Mike, and the surrounding area are all consumed by the blast. It's unclear what the outcome is, but the rest of the group races towards Sarah, hoping to rescue her before it's too late. Jason sits on the ground, tears streaming down his face. (laughs) (laughs) He had just lost one of his closest friends, and he felt like a failure. Drew put his hand on Jason's shoulder and knelt down next to him.
1: Raisin, I know this is hard, but we can't let Mike's sacrifice be in vain. We have to be strong and save Sarah. That's what Mike would have wanted us to do.
0: Jason looked up at Drew with red eyes and nodded. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Mike wouldn't want us to give
2: up. We have to save Sarah.
0: Drew helped Jason to his feet and the two of them stood together, looking out at the devastation. They both knew it wouldn't be easy, but they were ready. They wouldn't let Mike's death be for nothing. As the two remaining friends, Drew and Jason, entered the chamber where Sarah was being held captive, they were met with a disturbing sight. Sarah was trapped in a cage with wires connected all throughout her body, and as Azazel stood in front of her, his hands crackling with energy, he was absorbing her powers into himself, using her abilities to increase his own. The two friends stood frozen in horror as they watched their friend being drained of all life. But Drew quickly rallied, telling Jason they they couldn't let Mike's sacrifice be in vain. He grabbed Jason's arm, reminding him of their mission. The two friends worked together, combining their powers to try and break the cage. Despite the immense power Azazel was channeling, Drew and Jason were determined to save Sarah, and their combined efforts broke the cage, freeing Sarah. As they pulled the wires off of her, they prepared for a final showdown with Azazel. Azazel is furious and goes to kill Jason, but at the last second, Drew pushes him out of the way, taking the blow. His final words to Jason. What? what? Full of encouragement. <laughs> his, his final
1: words were full of encouragement.
0: What were they? So he told Jason to keep fighting, to not give up, and to save Sarah. With a smile on his face and a look of peace in his eyes, Drew closed them for the final time. Jason was devastated by the loss of his friend, but he knew he had to keep fighting. After losing both Drew and Mike, Jason is so upset. With tears streaming down his face, he lets out a roar, and he is transformed into a being of light. Rah! The once timid young man was now a shining beacon of hope and determination. What, what is it with you and
1: light? <laughs>
0: the energy radiating from his body was immense and the surrounding area was bathed in light. Azazel was furious, seeing all of his plans slipping away. He summoned Jesus. He summoned all his dark energy and charged at Jason. The two clashed in an epic battle, the ground shaking and the sky darkening with each strike. The two battled fiercely, exchanging blows that sent shockwaves through the land. At first, Azazel had the upper hand, but as the battle raged on, Jason's power grew stronger. He fought with all his might, driven by his love for Sarah. (laughs) Finally, with a final burst, Jason landed a decisive blow, sending Azazel back and defeating him once and for all. He fell to his knees, exhausted but victorious. The land around him slowly began to heal as the light faded, and he realized what he had become. He was no longer a man, but a powerful being. (laughs) (laughs) I am a god! Two weeks pass. At the funerals of Mike and Drew, the air was thick with sadness. His friends, family, and loved ones gathered to say goodbye. Jason, standing at the podium, took a deep breath and began to speak. Am I still just like a ball of light? <laughs> <laughs> okay, read my eulogy.
2: <laughs> oh, God. This is the whole thing. Mike and Drew were m- m- more than just... F- we're more than just friends. It's not like we're talking about each other. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Here we go.
3: They were lovers. lovers. Mike and Drew were more
2: than just friends. They were brothers. <laughs> oh. They were the ones who stood by me through thick and thin who believed <laughs> who believed in me when no one else would. They gave, they gave their lives to protect us all. And for that, I will be forever grateful. I will miss their laughter, their humor, and their unwavering support. But most of all, I will miss the way they always made me feel like I could conquer anything. Mike, you were always, <laughs> you were always the muscle. You yeah. <laughs> he helped me move my TV once. You were, also, you were always the muscle and the heart of the group. Your unwavering strength and devotion <laughs> inspired us all. <laughs> Drew, yeah. you were the voice of reason and the glue that held us all together. Yes, yeah, it's true. Your kindness and compassion will never be forgotten. Today, we say goodbye to two heroes, but their legacies will live on forever. They will always be remembered as the ones who fought for what was right and never gave up. They will always be a part of us, and their memories will will be a source of comfort and strength in the years to come. You were always the
0: muscle, Mike. <laughs> Sarah, always. Sarah approaches Jason with tears in her eyes. Jason, I have to tell you something. I've been holding this in for far too long. Oh, no. I'm in the middle of a speech, woman. <laughs> what no, you? your speech is over and I'm approaching you. <laughs> I love you. Oh! You have been the rock for me in all of this, and I'm so grateful for your unwavering support. I feel like I've just been (laughs) dead weight in the whole story. (laughs) You have brought light to my life, even in the darkest of moments. You are kind, strong, and selfless, and I want to spend the rest of my life by your side. Jason, will you marry me? (laughs) Jason responded to Sarah's confession with a look of emotion in his eyes. I feel the same, Sarah. I've been trying to figure out how to tell you for a while. I love you, too. They shared a tender kiss as they both found solace in each other's embrace. From that moment on, they were determined to continue the fight against evil and protect the world together. Some time passes, and Sarah is having terrible nightmares. When she wakes up, she realizes that Drew and Mike are still alive. As Sarah wakes up from her dream, she feels an overwhelming sense of joy and relief. She quickly runs to find Jason, bursting into his room with tears streaming down her face.
1: Apparently you don't share a
0: bread. Jason, they're alive! Jason's eyes widen in surprise. (laughs) What do you mean? I had a dream. Mike and Drew are still alive, and we have to go get them. Jason nods his head firmly. Well. Let's go get them! <laughs> Let <laughs> with, us out of
1: the ground!
0: With that, the two of them head out, determined to bring their friends back. The screen fades to black, and the credits begin to roll. After the credits... <laughs> <laughs> end credits? End credits scene. Kayla stands at Mike's grave, dressed in all black, and with a look of determination in her face. She stands in silence for a moment, taking in the loss of her husband, before saying...
3: I will not rest until every demon on this earth is dead. Oh, God! <laughs> she
0: she says. She says in a low, fierce voice...
3: I will find them all and make them pay for what they've done. Mike may be gone, but his legacy will live on through me. I will avenge him and all those who have suffered at the hands of these monsters.
0: You sound like a Billie Eilish fan. I do. (laughs) She kneels down, placing a hand on the grave, and whispers a final goodbye. The scene ends with Kayla rising to her feet, her resolve growing stronger as she sets out on her mission of vengeance.
2: Good lord. What a
0: story. Where's the part two? I did make I did have it make a trailer for part two. A trailer? <laughs> the trailer for part 2 Mm-mm. Okay. It, so it was, I can't find the trailer. I don't think it worked. But what did you guys think of episode one of my six part saga? Raisin the was six a six-part de- saga. <laughs> Raisin was a depressed sack of weight. <laughs> yeah. The entire episode. You were a hero in my well, I guess you were a hero on this one too. <laughs> I was. Um I liked your death scene better. Well, no, I liked my death scene the best. <laughs> It was.
2: Can, it's Christopher Reeves! It's Christopher Reeves!
1: <laughs> that was a uh, interesting. Uh, I thought you just weren't gonna say the punchline. <laughs> like you were just gonna go start attacking after. Ha! You don't get it.
3: Both <laughs> <laughs> are valid. Those are I wish it
1: focused more on Raisin wanting a girlfriend and just not having. <laughs> I feel like we didn't get a lot of answers on Sarah either yeah, yeah Sarah was a mystery I don't know if I would die for her
3: just was, love her.
1: yeah that was a lot but of you
2: don't share a th- room yeah.
1: met her at the bar that, that no we didn't meet at the bar
2: I just saw her from afar
1: and put a letter on the ground <laughs> hoping it'll find her walked Good away blessing. complained about not having a girlfriend yep. then she came says I found your letter can you help me fight the guy I can see where you're at at all times. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
1: a lot to take in.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like you forgot Kayla existed and they're like, "Oh, I should call my girlfriend." Hello, we just, girlfriend.
0: Just, we should call Kayla. Hello, so, why? I have this idea for the sequel, but the robot's not helping me. So, basically, I've pretty much <laughs> written the second movie and uh, in the spoiler alert, in the end of the second movie, me and you are trapped in purgatory with Azazel. Mm-hmm. And, oh my god. <laughs> and you and Sarah can't get us out. And you need a demon to interrogate, but Kayla keeps killing them all. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to reason with her, but she won't listen. To <laughs> Kayla. Kayla, stop.
3: The murdering is fun. And then I must plot,
0: kill. Big plot twist, right? The more demons Kayla kills, that means the less demons there are. And if there's less demons, that means Azazel has a higher percentage of demonic influence, which means the more demons you kill, the easier it is for Azazel to take over your body, oh. which is what he's trying to do from purgatory. I nice. put a lot more thought in the second story, just like I did. Yeah, I put a lot, of so th- much in the second story. In my
1: second story, which I haven't said on this podcast yet, it is like I, I try to make it more detailed, try to give it a, more of a plot to follow along with after it established itself.
0: My, like, my 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 I get my least favorite thing when I was making the story. There's a scene where I want you and Sarah to look for Kayla, and I said have Jason and Sarah look for Kayla. And the first thing it said was, Jason and Sarah look for Kayla. They immediately find her. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, that easy. Well, well, having a person who
2: can find anyone in the world you at know, any time, you know, Yeah, actually, that is true. I didn't think about that. Makes that makes a lot more
1: <laughs> sense.
0: They found him immediately. Your wife does have that power now. What do you mean now? She always had it. <laughs> it's a very underutilized power. Yeah. The...
1: uh this is from my story which um i know this is the podcast for a different one but like some of the flaws i noticed is in my story uh landon has a key to the warehouse that is the same warehouse where human experimentation is going on and that's like hold up wait a minute that doesn't make much sense and then also we decide to explode the warehouse after Raisin states that we have to save the people that they're <laughs> yeah. human experimenting on, yeah. and we don't. Whoops. So sometimes the AI will just go off track and create its own story and forget main plot details. See,
0: what I was doing with the start of mine, I wanted it to open with us finishing a really cool adventure and then just never mentioning it again. <laughs> <laughs> Did
1: that? So, that okay, that's what the vague explanation for the beginning was. Yeah. Well, that was fun.
0: Well, lovely. Um, Thank you all for being here and listening. Goodbye,
3: everyone.